You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello, my fellow adventurer. Welcome to Travel Talk Weekly. Robin Carey Stewart here, coming to you from the Creating Magic Vacation Studio in beautiful Orlando, Florida. This is show number 131, our kickoff for 2023 for an amazing year of travel. So when we started the show back in 2019, our goal was to have a weekly podcast covering everything about travel. The global shutdown, though, and our move to Orlando kind of put a little wrinkle in that plan. With 2023 predicted to be the best year ever in travel, we are back and committed to bringing you more shows on a weekly basis like we originally planned. So it is the first week of January, and our Christmas trees are still up, as they always are. I know. I say they really brighten the place up, and they'll probably be up, I know, at least till the end of the month. We have our travel agent event at the end of the month, and then we're going to do a post-event pizza party over here. Here's a really funny thing is that we have, so we have a brand new nine-foot Christmas tree, and somehow the plug, the little the cord or something, it melted and burnt part of it out. And yet, you know, our seven-year-old tree, still running like a champ. I know. <laughs> Apparently, we left it plugged in too long. Yeah, but they really do brighten the place up. So as we look back on 2022, we realized that we hardly traveled at all. I mean, we did move, but that is going to change in a big way in 2023. And then again, we do live right next to Disney, and Disney has always been a place that we would travel every single month on top of our other trips. And then, of course, going on lots of cruises, which we haven't been able to go on because of all the restrictions. So I'm really looking forward to 2023. But yeah, we didn't really travel much last year. We went to California twice, once for the Kurt Russell wine event uh, back in June. And then in December, we went for our, our Disney agency event. We drove to Fort Lauderdale for a hot minute. We were literally there and back. That was for a huge cruising event. And again, the big reason we didn't do a lot of traveling is we made the move to Orlando and we do a lot of things locally now. But we do have some awesome trips on the books for 2023 already, including one that we have dreamed of for over 10 years that is happening in March. And we'll be talking about that one a little bit later. As I was writing this, I'm like 10 years. It's more like 14 or 15 at this point. But anyway, so far we, uh, for this year, we do have a Disney cruise. We haven't booked it yet, but we have to take it in 2023 because we have a 50% off credit that we have to use. And we haven't booked it yet because we cannot decide between either Alaska or the Mediterranean. Either way, we're going to do concierge level for the first time. Now, where else would you want to go? Well, Italy, of course, is always on my list. I always love going there and would love to do that for two full weeks. I'm with you. Let's I know. Do it. But with as busy as travel is this year with our business, I don't know if we can do the full two weeks. It would be super fun to take the train all over that country. I'd love to go further down south and see some of the places where we've sent some of our clients. They look so amazing. And of course, we're constantly in webinars and learning about new destinations. But really, when you're in Italy, one of the best ways to get around there is the train. You just have to get comfortable and pack light. When you do get inspired for a trip, write it down, come up with a plan, you know, download the brochure, print out the brochure, you know, put something on your wall in your office or your house so that you're constantly reminded of that trip because that will get you inspired. And also, don't wait to take that trip. 
If you can make it happen, go for it. So I was talking with a really, really fun family this past week, their younger family. And so hello to Leonard, Don, Francesca, and Donatello. They live up in Chicago. Hello, guys. How are you? So they come down to Disney often, but they are planning a trip to Japan for later this year. And it was so great to hear how they wanted their kids to experience new things. I mean, of course, they are Disney fans. They'd love to go to Disneyland Tokyo and Disney Sea over there. And what about Japan and Epcot? They've been there. Okay, we got that covered. But they do want to see new places. And if we can make it happen, I'm, I've been looking. I've gotten a few things back, but I'm still waiting to hear back. Maybe they can even catch some Japanese baseball because they love baseball and to see that in Japan or like a sumo wrestler thing. They had some really fun things on their must-do list. And one thing we know is that your kids, you know, 10, even 20, 30 years from now are going to remember those trips and look back on them and say, wow, what an amazing experience. And that is one of the reasons why we started Travel Talk Weekly is to get some new locations and destinations in your head of places that you, your significant other, maybe a multi-gen trip, or even places you can take your kids that maybe you never would have thought would be possible. And since it is a brand new year, we thought we would tell you more about us and really what led us to this point in our travel career so you can get to know us better. And one reason is that like most things in life, people see what you're doing now, but they don't know the background on how you got there. And I will tell you, it all started back in 2005 for us. I had never been outside of the U.S. except for a trip to the Bahamas with my mom when I was 15. I don't count that. Yeah, and I never traveled outside the country either, except for a quick stint across the border to Tijuana, Mexico. That really doesn't count. And that one does not at all. I have always loved travel. I just, I loved the romance of you get a nice outfit when you travel, you get on the plane. I love that whole thing. And of course, the love boat, just seeing that growing up, I'm like, I would love to be on a cruise. And in fact, so my mom was clearing out the basement and she sent me a picture of this and it said, my favorite way to travel is by boat. And it had a picture of like the love boat. Now here's the funny thing. I would have been in first or second grade. I grew up in Colorado. We don't have big boats there. Obviously, I was influenced by what I was watching on TV, and then we ended up falling in love with cruising, and we'll tell more about our story, but I just think that that was so funny. Self-fulfilling prophecy, I guess. I know when you showed that to me, I'm like, hmm, right, like you just said, self-fulfilling prophecy. So let's go back to 2005, and it was February 2005. We met in Orlando at the World Center Marriott which happens to be right down the road from our house. It was at a business event. And then later in the fall, we went on a cruise to Alaska on Holland America. And this was the first cruise for both of us. But since then, fast forward to today, we have been on over 30 cruises and they've been all over the world. What's crazy is that I lived in Tampa at the time when we met and Tampa has a port. I had never seen the port. I had never seen a cruise ship. And go, go into our, our cruise history and stats since then, starting in 05, we've done... 31 cruises with 13 different cruise lines, and we spent 167 nights at sea. Of course, the shutdown put a stop to all of our cruising, but let's go back to 2007. That's the year we bought a travel website so we could book our own trips and also for friends and family. And then in 2009, we got married on October 1st on the Carnival Inspiration with friends and family joining us for that cruise. We actually planned the whole cruise. We were the travel agents we of were. record for that entire cruise. And a couple of weeks later, after we got back from our wedding cruise, our first trip to Europe 
Ironically enough, for both of us, we had never been there. And it was a 12-night Mediterranean cruise on, at the time, the brand-new Carnival Dream. It was their third voyage. And that was round trip, so it started and ended in Rome. And this is really where our love and appreciation and passion for Italy really began. Yeah, we did have a couple nights before the cruise in Rome, and then we added another three nights on the back end for Florence. So we spent a lot of time. This was a really long trip for both of us, and one that I would 100% go back and do again. I don't even know how much we paid for it. And we talk about that a lot. A lot of people are looking at price versus experience. I, I don't remember what we paid for the trip. I do remember we stayed in, at the time, it was called the Penthouse Suite. Mac Daddy Suite. It had an entryway, a living room, a dressing room, a double balcony. It was it was amazing. But now let's fast forward a couple of years to 2012, and that is when we bought a cruise franchise and expanded our travel client list. And for the next six years, our travel business was a part-time thing because we did have other businesses that we were running at the time. Yeah, and we were doing a lot of group cruises. We were, yes. And we were working with some of the groups that are in Tampa, some business groups and stuff. And then, of course, just enjoying the benefits of being a travel agent and helping other people get on cruise ships. But cruising was pretty much our main focus. We were definitely known for cruising before we were known for Disney. In 2013, I had a conversation with Andy Stewart from Norwegian Cruise Line, no relation. I was telling him about our concept for a new TV show called All Aboard TV. And so on New Year's Eve, he put us on the Norwegian Epic to do our proof of concept video. But before he did that, he said, what's really the difference? I know there are a couple cruise shows out there. And I said, well, we're actual travel agents with a video production background, and we can tell the story better than just an on-air host or a voiceover guy or girl. Plus, a lot of the shows, they were doing a lot of B-roll, and we would show ourselves and using our travel agent expertise on how to have the best cruise vacation. Yeah, and this was before all the vloggers and oh, yeah, all that. Definitely. This was like way before that. So in 2014, we also got invited to film on MSC Davina from Miami. This was MSC's very first cruise ship over here in the U.S. to be ported here. And then we also went on Ama Waterways on the Rhone River, which goes up southern France. And that was our first time in France as well. well Another first? Well, and also Spain, because we actually started in Barcelona. We were in Spain for like a hot minute, yes. Yeah. One night. I know, I can't wait to go back there. All in all, that year we did five cruises, and we rounded out the year cruising on the Disney Magic, our first Disney cruise, and that was the Turner Classic Movie Charter. We had Thanksgiving on the Norwegian Sun out of Tampa, and then we also cruised on the Celebrity Silhouette, which was one of the best ships we had been on. That was a really fun year for sure. Also, in that year, we published our first book called Just Add Water, Your Guide to the Ultimate Cruise Vacation. And we are working on an update because that was 2014. But that was kind of a fun year all about just cruising, sending people on cruises and ourselves going on multiple cruise lines because a lot of people get hooked on just one and you never know what the difference is, but we can definitely tell you. In 2015, we started using an app called Periscope, and we were doing live videos at Walt Disney World. And that was the beginning of us coming to Disney at least once a month for the next seven years. And what I love about that memory, because now we're going on, it's been about seven and a half years. Periscope no longer exists. Everything is Facebook Live and YouTube. We still have friends that we know in person. Matter of fact, one of our travel agents, her parents used to watch our periscopes back in 2015. That was really, I think, one of the sparks that led us to where we are now. Later on the following year in 2016, we started our Disney Travel Secrets Facebook page. That's all it was to begin with. We also were hosting and airing our show All Aboard TV, which was focused on cruising on the local CW in Tampa Bay. That was great because we started out as the travel experts on their weekly kind of local TV show about what's going on around Tampa. And then that turned into our full 30-minute, 13-episode season 
of All Aboard TV on the same network. A few months later, March of 2017, that's when we launched the Disney Travel Secrets podcast. And then in July of that year, we went to the D23 Expo in California, a Disney event, and we got invited to film at Walt Disney World just a few months later for All Aboard TV. Yeah, all along then we were also growing our travel business, which was pretty exciting. And as our podcast started getting bigger and our goals were getting bigger, in 2018, we ended our cruise franchise agreement. It had expired that year. And we started creating magic vacations, which was a great opportunity for us to hit some bigger goals that we have, but also to help other people who wanted to get into the travel business. And that really was one of our main goals when we started the agency is to help people create another income stream centered around their passion for travel. So in January of 2019, we held our first Agent Palooza. And if you listen to us over on Disney Travel Secrets, you've heard us talk about that. And that was a great event. Exactly. So now as we start 2023, we have well over 100 agents on our Creating Magic Vacations team. And we are now smack dab in the middle of preparing for our fifth annual Agent Palooza later this month at Disney's Beach Club. And I'm very, very humbled to say we have over 65 agents coming down for this event. We are so looking forward to that. Yeah, so one of the things that we have always loved, though, is when we travel, all the new experiences that we get. And we want to inspire you this year to go to some new destinations. So we put together a few predictions. One, now you'll know a little bit more about Rob and Carrie. But here are some things that we foresee just from what we're seeing as travel agents, travel agency owners, and professionals in the travel industry. Our first prediction is the biggest, and that is 2023 will be the best travel year ever across all segments. Cruises, all-inclusive, tours, train trips, everything. One of the biggest things that we are also predicting is that river cruising is going to continue to get more and more popular. There are so many new ships coming out, and the trend, like 10 years ago, most people that went on river cruises definitely were in the retired, much, much older category. That age bracket has come down significantly, so much so that one of the cruise lines has started building their ships to accommodate families when they travel. And speaking of river cruising, that's one of the big things that we're excited about. I remember back, again, 15 years ago, something that we knew nothing about that was becoming popular was river cruising, specifically in Europe, the Rhone, the Rhine, the Danube, the Seine, and so forth. And we said, oh my gosh, we really want to experience that because the rivers in Europe in ancient times were the highways. And so there are a lot of cities built right along the riverside. Even when we cruised with Alma Waterways back in 2014, we were on the Rhone, which is in southern France. But we're really excited because in March of this year, we're going to a brand new country we've never been to, and that is Hungary. We're going to a river cruise expo in Budapest. So we're going to stay on one ship during the conference, then we're going to get on another ship and do a seven-night cruise on the Danube. And we're going to visit four other countries we've never been to. And this is a very exciting trip. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I call it travel agent um, research, though. It is research, yes, definitely. (laughs) But we'll have a lot of fun. And I think more importantly, we're going to learn about these different regions. And again, river cruising in Europe is so popular. Yeah, you can only watch so many movies and shows and be on so many webinars that we are for travel agents. But actually going there and being there in person makes such a big difference. Also launching this year, actually in a couple weeks, is the Disney 100. It starts in California, and then in April it'll come to Florida. So my Disney prediction is that with Bob Iger back in CEO for the next two years, there's going to be a lot of changes coming to the U.S. parks, and I think that's definitely needed. 
one of our other predictions for 2023, and probably more into 2024 at this point, is that cruising is going to experience the best year ever. And usually, booking for 2024, we'd be like, yeah, you're good. But now I'm like, you get that on the books, because things are already booking up for spring of next year. And I think that the shutdown only showed people the importance of booking far in advance. Long gone are those last minute cruise deals, which they were kind of gone before the shutdown. A lot of people would kind of revert back to years and years ago. But if you really want to go on a cruise, the new ship that Royal Caribbean has the icon of the seas coming out, there are already cabins that are gone. Like you can't get into some of those categories that you want to. And this is well into 2024. And the ship has not even finished being built yet. And speaking of Royal Caribbean, they're doing a world cruise on one of their ships. I think it's 200 and something days, 270 something days. We were listening to the CEO of, of Royal Caribbean on stage talking about how everybody thought he was crazy because normally if it's a world cruise, it's going to be like a Seabourn, a, you know, a Panant, a Silver Sea, you know, the very high end, very luxurious, a little bit smaller ships. And they thought he was crazy and that thing sold out right away. Yeah. And in fact, we're already seeing itineraries for some of those world cruises into 2025. So if that doesn't tell you something and that's something you want to experience, you definitely need to get in touch with us right away so we can help find you the right world cruise. So here's my question. Where do you plan to explore in 2023 or even in 2024? And do you have a plan to make that happen? So our number one tip is make sure you're subscribed or following our show here, Travel Talk Weekly, so that you can get some little sparks of travel ideas and some inspiration of places to try for all over the world. Remember this, a passport full of stamps is better than a house or storage units full of things. So in 2023, let's adventure together. Let's adventure together.